everything you need to know. This is Fashionability 101. everyone, welcome back to the Fashionability Channel. This is Laura, and today we are going to talk about color. In particular, we're going to talk about the color purple. For all of my purple princesses out there who, like me, have a passion for purple, purple is my favorite color, we're going to talk about how to wear the color of the year. Technically, the color of the year is called ultraviolet. Pantone, the organization that considers itself to be the global authority on all things color, each year declares a particular color as being the color of the year. So for 2018, the Pantone color of the year is ultraviolet, which for our purposes is really a shade of purple. Purple can be a tricky color to wear, and I'll explain why. But first, I want to provide a little bit of education about color. Those of you who have followed the Fashionability channel for a while know that I am completely blind as the result of an eye disease called retinitis pigmentosa. I used to have some usable vision, although I was born legally blind, but during those few years when I did have some light and color perception, I was able to identify color in all of its forms, and it has held me in good stead over the years because as I have proceeded through the slow vision loss, my ability to remember colors and the variations have enabled me to continue with choosing home decor, clothing, accessories, that type of thing, and it's been much easier for me than it may be for those of you who have no color perception or maybe who were born blind and have never had any color perception. So what I'm going to do here is offer a little bit of education about color, and for those of you who've never been able to perceive color, this is just going to be so many vocabulary words for you, but I will attempt to organize my descriptions in a way that may give you some concrete information about how to determine colors and what colors work together and how you might be able to use a specific tool as a color reference point when you're stuck as to what colors work together. I'll begin with some really basic concepts provided by the color wheel. For those of you who have no idea what a color wheel is, it's simply a way that colors are organized so as to determine which are the primary, secondary, tertiary, and color variations on a scale that can help you to determine how to pair colors. There's an entire science devoted to the study of color. There's a tremendous amount of terminology that's used, and that terminology may be different depending upon what group is attempting to describe color. Someone who is in home decor or fashion and apparel, for example, may use a different set of vocabulary words to describe color than, say, someone who is an artist who paints in oils or watercolors. And you may use a different set of terms altogether if you are a scientist, for example, and describing color in terms of light wavelengths. So I will attempt to use a few of all of these different terminologies in describing color for you, but I want to keep it simple because, as I said, there is more to the science of color than you would believe. 
So let's start with a simple description of the color wheel. At the core of the color wheel are what are called primary colors. There are only three, red, yellow, and blue. These are the alpha colors, the genesis colors, the three colors from which all other colors are derived, red, yellow, and blue. When you mix pairs of these colors, you get what are called secondary colors. So when you mix, for example, the primary color red with the primary color of yellow, the result is the secondary color called orange. When you mix yellow and blue, the resulting color is green. When you mix blue and red, the resulting secondary color is purple. So the primary colors are red, yellow, and blue. The secondary colors are orange, green, and purple. The tertiary colors are the third level down. So when you mix the primary colors with the secondary colors, you get the third level of colors. And on and on it goes. As you continue to mix colors, the resulting blend is another level of color. In addition to the primary colors, there is also black and white. White is said to be a lack of light wavelength, and black is said to be a mixture of all of them. White is a light color, or colorless, you might say, and black is dark, the darkest of all the colors. When you mix white and black, the result is gray. So you have the primary colors, red, yellow, and blue. You have the secondary colors, orange, green, and purple. And then you have white, black, and gray, which are said to be neutral. There are other terms used to describe color as it relates to the intensity of that color, and those terms are tint, shade, and tone. So, to sum up, we have the primary colors of red, yellow, and blue, the secondary colors of orange, green, and purple, and the third level colors, which are varied depending upon what colors you're mixing together in the primary and secondary group. Beyond that, the colors are affected by mixing in white, black, or gray, and the colors can be more or less intense, bright, or pastel. So what does this all have to do with the color purple? On the color wheel, there are quite a few variations of the color purple. Red-violet, blue-violet, red-blue, lavender, periwinkle, purplish-blue, bluish-purple, or simply violet. All of these variations really result from the level of color that is used to create the blend. The color wheel is also divided into warm and cool colors. As I said, the science of color can be pretty complicated, and the reason that purple is a tricky color to wear is because it's a combination of red and blue, both a warm and a cool color. If you heard my show a year or so ago on choosing a foundation for your skin tone, during that episode I talked about the differences between skin color, skin tone, and undertone. Most people are said to have a particular skin color with an undertone that is either warm, neutral, or cool. 
If you have warm undertones to your skin, no matter your skin color, you are going to tend to look better in warm colors. If your skin tone or undertone tends to be more cool or neutral, you tend to look better in cooler colors. This is a generalization, of course, but it can help to guide you when choosing cosmetics or clothing colors that are best suited to your own coloring. In the case of purple, as I said, it's a combination of red, a warm color, and blue, a cool color. To be honest, purple doesn't look good on everyone. Even though it's one of my favorite colors, I don't think I look particularly good in purple. I love the color because it's vivid, it's bright, it's unusual, and it's very eye catching. Most people do better by wearing purple in small doses. In other words, using purple in jewelry or accessories, or using an accent of purple, because purple against your skin can bring out a bluish quality if your skin is pale, and it can look Extremely bright against both pale and dark skin. Now, this depends upon the actual variation of the color purple. If you have visible veins under your skin that can look blue, wearing purple might emphasize those undertones in your skin. My observation is that purple doesn't flatter in the same way as a color would if it were dominated by a more Warm color saturation or cool color saturation. If you are truly a purple person, you just wear it for the sake of the color because you love it. But if you already know that purple doesn't look particularly well against your skin tone, then I suggest you wear purple in more subtle ways. There are a number of really beautiful gemstones in the purple family that are gorgeous as accent pieces. Amethyst, Or tanzanite are both gorgeous purple gemstones, and wearing purple up near the face in a necklace or a pair of earrings, for example, can really call attention to the color of your eyes if they're blue or green or even gray. Wearing a purple gemstone in a ring or bracelet can be coordinated with a nail polish shade if you're wearing a metallic purple or pearly lavender color nail polish. Purple gemstone jewelry will look gorgeous on your hands. If you're wearing an outfit that is monochromatic, say if you're wearing all black or maybe even brown or shades of tan, khaki, or denim, a purple handbag can be a great pop of color to brighten up an outfit. Shades of purple have even become popular in shoes. I've noticed more and more boots and shoes, especially in fun footwear brands. I've noticed that flip flops or sandals or athletic shoes are more and more frequently accented by shades of purple. If you love purple and you want to add a dash of purple to your footwear, consider lacing up your athletic shoes with purple shoelaces. Or if you're wearing a plain pair of sandals, paint your toenails a lavender or purple color. A pretty pearly purple pedicure is gorgeous, peeking out from the open toe of a summer sandal. Makeup colors can also be tricky in purple. And the reason is, again, because of our skin tones and undertones, purple against certain skin tones can look like 
a bruise. Be really careful when applying purple eyeshadow, for example. Go easy on those shades of purple, otherwise, it can look like somebody popped you one. And again, if you have blue veins or dark circles under your eyes, rosacea in your skin, just use purple as an accent. Or maybe even a purple mascara would be pretty. Or stick with neutral eye colors, but wear a purple pop of eyeliner. Purple actually looks really beautiful with brown eyes. If you follow the beauty industry at all, then you know for the last couple of years, rainbow, unicorn, festival colors have become incredibly popular. And people are wearing different colored highlighters on their face duochromes, purple, orchid, blue, lavender, green. It's all very colorful and rainbow fabulous. And it's not for everyone, but a sparkly purple metallic lip gloss could be pretty. There are plenty of you who put purple in your hair, and there are any number of temporary hair sprays that are either color or glitter that you can spray in your hair if you want to add a temporary pop of purple. So, if you want to wear the color of the year, ultraviolet, which is a bright, intense shade of purple, then by all means, Get yourself a pair of purple jeans, a purple sweater, go all out. But if you're like most people and just love the color but want to use it in moderation, then pick up a purple lip gloss, a pretty pearly purple nail polish, or eyeliner. Or rock some amethyst or tanzanite jewelry, and you'll be able to wear the color of the year in a way that's classy and stylish and beautiful. So, I hope you found this little lesson on color and the ways to wear the color of the year useful. And as always, if you have any questions, please write to us at fashionabilitychannel at gmail.com or you can follow us on Twitter at InclusiveStyle. As always, thanks for listening, everyone. You're listening to the Fashionability Channel Podcast, your guide to accessible style. Finally, style within reach of everyone. Follow us on Twitter at Inclusive Style or on Facebook at facebook.com slash fashionability. Write to us at fashionabilitychannel at gmail.com. Download the Fashionability Channel podcast from iTunes, Blueberry, Google Play, or from fashionabilitychannel.com. Thanks for listening.